But let's read our scriptures from today. From Micah, or you want to say Micah, depending on what school you went to. You're not faulted at this. 2 verse 13 from the Amplified Classic. Let's go. The breaker, the Messiah, will go up before them. They will break through, pass in through the gate and go out through it. And their king will pass on before them, the Lord at their head. It gives me so much joy today to be able to stand here and declare the word of God to you. Be able to connect with you in this wonderful way and I'm so privileged. But I'm especially grateful to Pastor Don. Because the man of God has been bringing the word. I don't know about you, but this word, Master of Breakthroughs, just hit home for me. It's been doing some serious work within my heart, challenging me in so many ways. Because like you, when I heard this is the year of breakthrough, buddy, I was so relieved. <laughs> you know how sometimes you can hear another word and you're like, well, okay. Okay, let's brace ourselves. But this, was the, this is the year of breakthrough and I was just so excited and I'm so grateful for this word, Master of Breakthroughs. What a word. And so this week, even as I was prepared, I was, I was not preparing because I, I had had this uh, message in my heart before even I, I was told to preach. But as I was thinking and meditating on my own personal time, I had this thought. And this is the thought that I truly believe that this is going to be an incredible year for each one of us. With all my heart, I truly believe that this is going to be a year like never before. What God is about to do for us this year, I'm telling you it's one for the books. But I had this connection to that thought. If, only if, we connect with everything God is saying to us. I want to encourage you, church. Lock in. Lock in. Come ready. With the appetite. With, with the hunger. With the desperation if need be. To download what God is saying from this house to you. Because that's the key to your breakthrough. Amen. And so as I was having this thought, I had another thought. How easy is it for me and you to forget the Lord in the days of breakthrough? How easy is it for us to forget the Lord in the days of breakthrough? And I started meditating and I started going into the scripture. And I started reading about the children of Israel. Who had just encountered God's power in Egypt. The Bible says God did things he had never done before. For anyone else. Those things were miraculous. I mean they were powerful. Other nations heard about what God did. Then God enabled them and favored them to plunder an entire country in one night. Imagine one night everything gone. The Bible says God put such a heart in the Egyptians. They were just giving. Giving. Giving, I speak that. People just giving, giving, giving. One night, giving everything. Their entire economy shifted. They went through the Red Sea. Woo, the Red Sea. What a mighty breakthrough that was. I mean the Red Sea. It still takes me. Just it takes me every time I read about it. Then they walked through it. God himself appears to them on the mountain in such a spectacular way, they themselves say, this is God. Eh, eh, eh. He's come and he has not sent anyone. Eh? This is God himself. Manze, we can sense it. Moses, don't even allow him to talk to us. Just you talk to him, then you tell us and we will listen. 40 days after that. Moses goes up, 40 days. After it's not long, one month, one week. <laughs> they forget. Like you, you, 
what have we just come through what have we just experienced tumemuona tumemuona sio hata mkono wake tumemuona god himself 40 days after that they forgotten they form a cow i mean of all things a cow as they are god and start bowing to them and it's them who made it but how many times church has god broken through for us in a mighty way and not long after that we have forgotten about it and are leaning on our own strength and doing things our own way the bible tells us in deuteronomy 8 he did all this so you would never say to yourself never say to yourself i have achieved this wealth with my own strength and energy Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful in order to fulfill the covenant he confirmed to your ancestors with the north. Remember the Lord. The main focus is not the breakthrough church, but the master of breakthrough. That's the main focus and my message today is simple. Forget not the master of breakthroughs. Forget not the master of breakthroughs. From this key scripture that we looked in Micah 2 it speaks of a prophetic word which was spoken by this prophet of how the Messiah who the Jews knew as the breaker would one day break through for them and save them from their captivity this was a prophetic word and they knew the Messiah's name was the breaker of course we know that the breakthrough that Jesus ultimately came to bring wasn't what they hoped it to be but one major breakthrough is that we were going to break through to the father because Jesus declared I am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me hear me no one comes to the father except through Jesus this is important for us to grasp in this year of breakthrough that God has spoken forth his word and has promised multiple life changing breakthroughs but the main point is not what he will do for you but who is doing it for you The main point is not what he will do but who is doing it. God wants to reveal God wants to show himself this year like he's never shown himself. I had this in the spirit as I was meditating upon this word that God told me I like showing off. I like showing myself off. Now the Bible says the eyes of the Lord goes to and fro looking he who he would show his strength to. God wants to show himself. He wants you to see him like you've never seen him before. Some of you the situations that you are facing are not by happenstance. God has set it up so that you can see him this year like you've never seen him before. Job had reached a place where he had had things about God and was enjoying what he had had. And all of a sudden the tribulation comes over his life. The Bible says he begins to talk about what he thinks. God is like his friends come together and they begin to talk about what they think God is like and God steps into the scene and tells them okay let me tell you who I really am and their minds are baffled after that job even can speak because the god he's that is being revealed at that moment is beyond our wildest dreams over and over again we read of the children of Israel seeing mighty works seeing great things that God has done and then forget who God is they forget have you read judges some of you I can see 
you are going to start reading Judges. <laughs> You're like, that's a book in the Bible. Yes. Wonderful book. That's where Samson's story is. That's where, uh, who else, Deborah's story is. That's where Gideon's story is. It's a great book. But in the beginning of Judges, Manze is like a roller coaster. One minute these people are doing terrible things. They are punished for it. Enemies are brought. Oh, they cry to the Lord. The God has mercy on them. Brings them someone to raise them up. Man, they're excited. Woo, 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 woo. Then the next chapter. Then again, the children of Israel sinned against God. You're like, well, you don't listen. Well, you don't. Is, is something wrong? You know, you must feel like warthogs, how they hit an electric fence and go back. And then it's like, I think I can make it this time. I think I can go through. I have the formula. This is what happens to the children of Israel. Read the book. But yet God keeps making promises to them. To assure them who he is. And he tells them, all I need you to do is obey me and follow me. The rest leave to me. But how easy it is for men to forget God. So in this year of breakthrough, I want us to determine to stay focused on the master of breakthrough like never before. Stay fixated, even obsessed by the master of breakthrough. If there's ever a year you and I need to chase after God like we've never chased after God, it's this year. Like we need to run. Has someone ever run after you? My kids run towards me, buddy. It sometimes overwhelms me because I don't know how their brake system is. They might take me out. We need to chase after God that way like we've never chased after God. So how are we going to accomplish that? Number one, praying and fasting. Praying and fasting. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, brother. My brother, thank you for that. Amen. Some of you had praying and fasting. You are waiting for another word. No, it's praying and fasting. I know we've come from 21 days of prayer and fasting. And some of you, where? It almost took you out. You're there, we're like, well, that was Jesus. Hey, let's thank you. I got through that. No, prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting is a powerful thing. Let these 21 days not be your first and your last one this year. Think about it. Prayer draws us closer to God. It draws us closer to God. In fact, when the disciples asked Jesus, teach us how to pray, what was the first thing he put their focus on? Our Heavenly Father. Our Heavenly Father. Why? Because prayer is first relational before it is communicational. It's relational before it's communicational. It starts from a relationship. I had one person say, if you're not in relationship with God, when you pray, all God hears is... That's all God is hearing. eh? You're there, Father! Because seriously, just even for you, if a stranger came and asked you for stuff, you'll be like, who are you? But the difference if a child, a brother, someone you're in close relationship with, if they stepped up to you, your heart is already inclined to give. Prayer first has to start relationally. Because prayer puts God in focus. It causes you to acknowledge that without him, you cannot. It is the breaker that has the power to break through. It is the master of breakthroughs who breaks through. But you have to start with the master. So in Insight, we teach on this. You need to join Insight. There's some good stuff for you. We teach on this. 
And we teach about the need to prioritize spending time with God daily. Listen, it's about spending time. It's not just transactional. You know, sometimes we feel like praise. No, it's about spending time with God daily. But also developing a healthy habit to stay in touch with him throughout the day. Stay in touch. For you who are married, you know your wife's husband wants you to stay in touch. My wife always reminds me, she calls me, I can But in reality, I was with you in the morning. <laughs> but she wants me to stay in touch with her. To text her and say, hi, sweetie. How are you doing? And then she never replies. That's the other thing. See, husband, we know this story. <laughs> you write her two hours later, you're like, hey, well, you're not texting back. Eh? But she wants me to stay in touch with her. God wants you to stay in touch with him. There's a practice that I formed a few years ago that, I, that helps me to stay in touch with God. I start everything and end everything in prayer. I start and end everything in prayer. When I'm going into a meeting, I start with a prayer. When I finish the meeting, I end it with a prayer. When I'm stepping in even to have a casual conversation with someone, I start with prayer. I say, God, please let me not talk foolishness. Please, God, let me just be wise. Let my words be wholesome. Let this individual be blessed. Please help me not to gossip because there are some juicy things I could be saying. Please help me refrain from this kind of thing so that when I step out of this, I'm not now trying to think and trying to be accountable. What did I say? What did I say? I started with prayer and I thank the Lord that I sounded so intelligent to that individual. Say, thank you, Jesus. Those were not my words. Flesh and blood did not reveal that to me. You start and end everything with prayer. Even food, we start with prayer. But let's be honest, how many end with prayer? <laughs> you start it off because you're hungry and you want it to be blessed. But we never end and say, hey, nyewe God, that was good. That was amazing. Start and end everything with prayer and it will keep you in that place of constantly staying in touch with God. Now, when you add fasting into it, woo, brothers and sisters, you're on another level. There are secrets that can only be uncovered by fasting. I don't know how to tell you more. Only by fasting. Things that only God can tell you when you step away from everything else. You know, so many times we go to God and we are trying to commune with God, but we are in our carnal self. And yet the scripture tells us clearly that you cannot discern spiritual things in your carnal mind. So you need to step back and allow the Lord to speak to you and to draw near to you and to whisper in your ears because you put everything else aside and said, I, here I am, God. Talk to me. I have one child who likes me focusing. I'm like, she's like, daddy. I'm like, I'm listening. No, look at me. She likes to do, you know, those children of, <laughs> look at me. Eh? That's what fasting does. It removes from, look at God. Focus so that you can know what he has in store. Secondly, study the word. Study the word. Study not just to show yourself approved, but study to know the one who the book is all about. Who the book is all about. For example, many of you think the book of Revelation is a very hard book to read. Some of you even have stayed away from it. Unless someone comes and breaks it down for you, you're like, me, I don't want, I don't want to be caught up thinking about dragons. 
Who is the mark of the beast? When is it coming? Who is Antichrist? You're just like, it's just too complex. But can I tell you the book of Revelation is all about Jesus? In the book of Revelation, Jesus is named 36 times in different ways. And I'm going to, by the help of God, go through all of them. Number one, he's Jesus Christ. He's the faithful witness. He's the first begotten of the dead. He's the prince of the kings of the earth. He's Alpha and Omega, the first and last. He's the son of man. He's he that liveth and was dead. He's he that holdeth the seven stars. It's he who walketh midst the golden candlesticks. It's he who hath the sharp sword with two-edged sword. He's the son of God. He will search the reins and heart. He is that hath the seven spirits of God. He's he that has the seven stars. He's that is holy and true. He's that that has the key of David. He's the one that opens and no man can shut. He's the one that shutteth and no man can open. He's the amen. He's the faithful and true witness. He's the beginning of creation. He's the Lord. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the root of David. He's a lamb which has been slain. He's the lamb, the Lord of lords, the king of kings, the faithful and true, the rider of the white horse. He's the word of God. He's Christ. He's the Lord of the holy prophets. He's the beginning and the end and he's the bright and morning star. One book telling you who God is. Study the word. Know who he is. When you're in the word, you will not forget the master of breakthroughs. It is impossible for you to forget the word, the master of breakthroughs. Thirdly, talk about God. Prayer is talking to God, but there's another step you can go into about talking about him. Talk about God. I can tell you what you're most interested in just by talking to you. We talk about what we are most passionate. I mean sports, buddy. People even who are strangers, Seated in a matatu, someone can just start a conversation. Hey, uliona game ya jana? Total stranger, doesn't know where you've come from and all of a sudden conversation picks up. My son right now is in a craze for sports. Man, he's a football fanatic. But we are praying for him. Because he's crossing that line. Cristiano Ronaldo is his favorite football player. Man, that guy watches everything about this guy. The other day we were eating burgers and I had, I don't feel like it. I'm like, why? I'm on a diet. He's seven. What diet are you on? The diet that you're supposed to be is burgers, chips. He's like, I'm on a diet. A footballer has to grow muscles. He's so caught up with it. Every time we talk, all he wants to tell me, do you know how much, how much money Cristiano Dodano makes? Do you know what car he drives? Do you know where he stays? Right now, can we bring him? Yesterday, he's telling me, can we bring him to Kenya? Passionate. We talk, talk, politics, talk, talk, talk. Can I encourage you to talk about God? Talk about God. Talk about his goodness, his faithfulness, his mercies that are new each morning. Talk about what he has done for you. Come on, talk and testify about the breakthrough that God has given you. Don't just go through it. Man, as we have been receiving breakthroughs right, left, center. In the beginning of the month, man, some, they hear someone sent us money just out of the blue. God, just talk about it. Tell someone God is doing some great things in my life. Talk to God about God. Tell him, Daddy, do you know who you are? Hmm? Me, I do that all the time. Do you know who you are? I'm just telling you, I want to just let you know, do you know who you are? There's a song I had the other day, man, I love this song. It says, my daddy, my daddy. Your children are singing. I'll be praising and dancing and shouting for the rest of eternity. 
and I take time and I dance for him and I tell him who he is to himself. Just to tell him about him. Tell others about him. But mostly, tell the unsaved about God. There's just something when you share about Jesus, you feel like Jesus is right there. You just feel close. You feel like he's cheering you on. You feel like he's tapping your back and say, keep going, keep going. You're doing the right thing. I always live when I share about Jesus, feeling like he's so close to me because I talked about him. Think about the two brothers from Emmaus, Emmaus, depending again from which school you went to. Those brothers, the Bible says they were talking about the things that had happened to Jesus. And guess what happened? Jesus showed up. The book of Malachi, the Bible says God was listening to guys in the last book of Malachi. He was listening to some guys who were talking and said, bring that book of remembrance. I want to remember what they said. Talk about Jesus. Talk about him and he will be close to you. Amen. Lastly, be grateful. Be grateful. The Bible says in Luke 17, then one of them, upon seeing that he was cured, turned back recognizing and thanking and praising God with a loud voice. Here is a brother who has been caught with a disease that had no cure. And there were 10 of them. And immediately Jesus heals them. The Bible says the guys left. But one of them, on recognizing, decided to turn back and go say, thank you. Thank you. When you are grateful... Gratitude always keeps you turning back and going back to the master. It always keeps you going back. When you say thank you, it's you going back to say, I recognize what you did. When that breakthrough comes, keep saying thank you. I remember when God broke through for us with our first car. Where? I said thank you all the time. I would drive and just remember that time I was in, it was raining outside and you had to go get a mat and you forgot an umbrella because you know how Nairobi is and you're just standing there being rained on and I'm just here driving my car. I'm like, thank you. Thank you, Lord. We would be with my wife going to see someone late at night and I would hold her hand and she would think I'm about to say something or something is happening and I would say, let's say thank you because we have a car right now. There was a time we would stop going to visit people because it would get too late and you would know the hassle of going back home without a car. But now we are driving. Let's say thank you. We were saying thank you three years later. I would be like, thank you. I thank the Lord for Outer Ring Road. I used to stay in Feather coming all the way to Westlands and I had to go through the Northern Bypass to come all the way to Westlands every day without fail. When they made Outer Ring, even up to today, I say thank you. Now it's a 15 minutes drive home. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know how it came about, but I thank you because I was praying about it. Thank him. And you'll never forget him. Thank him. It's hard to forget someone you are always grateful about. We're so grateful, Master. Master of breakthroughs, we are so grateful. That's, yes, this is our year of breakthrough. But our eyes are fixed on you. Our eyes are fixed on you. I pray even today, as we go through these years, as we experience a mighty move of God like we've never seen before, I thank you that we are not forgetting about you. Our hearts are fixed. That we are making a commitment to chase after you like we've never chased after you. 
that we will run so hard after you Lord so that King of Glory we can have you all the days of our lives this year is going to be incredible not because of what you will do but because of you who is doing it we give you thanks we give you praise we give you glory can we appreciate Jesus for one moment bless you have a wonderful week we'll see you guys next Sunday God willing